Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning, London time, on Wednesday, the 6th of September. Oil prices rose above $90 a barrel for the Brent crude benchmark after reports of Saudi and Russian production cuts being extended into the end of the year. This does raise the risk of higher headline inflation rates than would otherwise be the case. Towards the end of last year, oil prices were closer to $80 a barrel, and as the year-on-year inflation rate is about last year's price as well as this year's price, if the current price level is maintained, that does create some inflation pressure. However, it does depend on the oil price being maintained. It will also do little to offset the deflation forces in durable goods and the evidence of margin squeezes coming in where profit-led inflation has been a factor in the recent past. At this stage, it seems more likely that a persistence of oil at $90 would slow disinflation rather than necessarily create a general inflation episode. A critical question for markets is whether US Federal Reserve Chair Powell will recognise the underlying increased disinflation forces or be fooled by an oil distortion slowing the pace of disinflation on headline inflation rates. The Powell Fed's past policy errors, failure to distinguish the very real differences between the three waves of inflation we've experienced and general reactive rather than preemptive approach, means that an appropriate response cannot be taken as being certain. However, Fed Governor Wallace, who is on the hawkish end of the spectrum, did appear to be indicating a desire to at least pause rate increases in remarks made overnight. German factory orders data for July was weaker than expected, with a sharp decline. Of course, this being German data, the previous month's figures were revised. They were revised stronger. German numbers follow from a decline in US factory orders for July reported yesterday and the general trend of weakness that has emerged in Asian production over recent months. This is all consistent with the rebalancing of consumption in developed economies away from goods and towards services, with the possibility that this will last for some time to come. Another aspect of consumption patterns comes with US trade data for July. This is rarely much of a market mover. But at a time when global trade is likely to be shrinking as a share of global GDP, the trade balance of the world's biggest consumer shouldn't be ignored entirely. There are several forces behind the slowdown in global trade. First, there is the cyclical story of those consumption patterns. Services are exported, and tourism and pop divas absolutely play a part in international trade, but trade is mainly about goods still. The goods-to-services switch means that more of GDP comes from things which are traded less. And then there are the forces of deglobalization and localization, the structural patterns. The former is political interference, which has certainly not gone away. The latter is the simplification of supply chains and capital for labor substitution, where firms automate and locate close to customers simultaneously. These forces take time to emerge, but they are now starting to creep into global trading patterns. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.